D-backs return to the Valley hosting the Dodgers for their first home series of the 2023 season. Arizona Sports brings you D-backs home opener coverage with Burns and Gambo live at Chase Field. Live on the field at Chase Field for the Diamondbacks home opener as they take on the L.A. Dodgers tonight. 7-10 first pitch. We're all looking forward to it, especially with the start the Diamondbacks are off to getting that split on the road against L.A. and San Diego. Great split. Joining us right now, the president and CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks, our good friend Derek Hall here on the Burns and Gamble Show. Good to see you, Derek. Burns, good to see you. Gamble, always great to have you guys here. We love being here. We've been to every... We were talking about this as we were walking in. Outside the pandemic year, we we have both been to every single opening day in this ballpark. So good. And, and you know what? This is like the first real opening day because we had those two pandemic years. You had limited crowds. Then we had the, the collective bargaining mess. Here we are, and baseball feels like it's back with the WBC, with our spring training, with the start of the season. It's like turn the page, move on. We're finally in a, in a really good spot. I would even say not only is baseball back, it feels reinvented a little bit. Oh, you know, it, it feels like, a, like baseball got a really much much needed fresh coat of paint. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, we finally put all those new rules into effect and it helps a team like ours. Again, there's so much enthusiasm to have almost 1.7 million fans here for spring training games. For us to have had the second best attendance behind the Cubs. You know, it, it, there was a great feeling. 250,000 fans here for World Baseball Classic. $100 million of economic impact. We didn't even expect to really happen. And it felt to me like before the 91-92 strike again. It just feels like we got Take that momentum and, and and bring it forward into this season. All right, you've you've had some lean years where you probably had to come on and say we're excited and 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 it was, so you did. <laughs> no, but I I'm always honest with you. You know, I'll tell you like, hey, yeah, you know, Wait, we're, you we're building. Me, are you we're calling building. me a liar, Gambo? Yeah. What are you calling me a liar? What are you doing? Doesn't this year feel so much different? Doesn't it feel like you guys can truly compete compete for a wild card spot and that you're maybe only a year or two away from being a contender again? That, that's the question, though, Gambo. Are we a year? away. Is it this year? I'm not sure. You know, But the competition is so good. The Dodgers and the Padres, of course. The Giants got better. You go to the Central Division, you've got the Brewers playing lights out. The Cardinals are always tough. The Cubs improved. You go to the East and the Braves and the Mets and the Phillies. It's going to be tough to get one of those spots, but I feel like these guys are at a different level. They're a different brand of baseball, and they have a lot of confidence in them. So they're locked in, and I, I, and I do. I agree with you. I feel, I feel the difference. I think, and I, I said this to Burns earlier, and I'm just looking at the, some of the numbers here. The three youngest teams in baseball are killing it with stolen bases. The Orioles, Rays, and Guardians, the three youngest teams, 12-4 and four start, 22 stolen bases, and 23 tries. I think in some way, like the three-pointer in basketball can equalize some things. The young, the youth and the speed on the base paths can really help combat some of the you know, older talent on other teams and money that other teams are spending. I do. I think your ability – we had Corbin Carroll on list. He stole second. He stole third. I know. You guys had a double steal that I felt like I was watching a club baseball game. I mean, I think that could be an equalizer for you guys. It definitely can, and you can get in between the ears of the opposition. And I think we did to a certain extent, right, with a very talented veteran team. But but we also saw that at the end of last year. And now, it, towards the end of this road trip, we started playing that way again. And we put a lot of pressure and a lot of uncertainty in the minds and, and the hearts of the other team. But we, we have to keep, keep going in that direction. That's the character of this team. That's 
that's the style of this team, and, and I love to watch it. And it's exciting for our fans, and our fans have been really excited to see this team come up. Now, what I will say, Gambo, is for like four or five years, I kept telling the fans, trust us. You know, we've got a really good farm system. The prospects are coming. And if you're a fan, you're saying, yeah, I've heard that before, right? Sure. I'll believe it when I see it. And I think now they, they know. They saw it last year. They like this team. And we still have so much depth and prospects coming. Two of your shop guys aren't even here. Yeah. And yeah. Brandon Fat is going to be great. Yeah, oh, he, I, is. Was, he is. Including him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah with Lawler and Drew. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an exciting bunch that we have not even up here yet. Derek Hall joining us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Okay, quick personal story, and I think you're going to see where I'm going with this. My wife and I were watching one of the Dodgers games, and she was taking note of the seats behind home plate at Dodger Stadium, and she's like, they look like they're sitting first class in an airline somewhere, right? Like, they look so wide, and they look so comfortable. And I said, honey, that's kind of what we're talking about with the stadium, that's right? That's that's what we're talking about with whether they stay or whether they get a new stadium. It's That's one little sliver of kind of the bigger picture for what you're looking for. So I, I heard you on with our morning show um, a week ago, and you said a couple months and we'll know. Is that kind of your operating timeline for whether you're staying or whether you're going to build something new here in town? Are you still looking at about a two-month timeline? Yeah, that? That, that's my preference, Burns. Yeah, I, I, I'm to the point where we need to know. You know, I mean, our, our lease is up in 27, and we're going to have to schedule this thing out. Like, if we were to stay here, to do the kind of work we have to do over, say, a three-year, maybe four-year period, it's going to be challenging because we have all our concerts, our non-baseball events, our, our bowl games, and we're going to want to continue doing those. So, yeah, I, the sooner that I know, the better, because we're going to put hundreds of millions of our own dollars into this ballpark, and I'm, I'm excited to get started. Whether it's here or a new ballpark, we've got to get going. If you do stay here, how much of an inspiration, and maybe that's the wrong word, but how much of an inspiration is Footprint Center and how the oh, Suns yeah. reinvented? Because, I mean, we've been going to games there since they opened it. It is like a brand new building there, and I know it's not, but how much of an inspiration is what they did there in, as it relates to renovations and what you could do here? A t- total inspiration. My hat goes off to them. The, the arena looks great, and it did change the feel. It really did. And, and that was in partnership with the city, who did a terrific job. And so we're talking to the county, to the city, figure out what works. Is there a way for us to incorporate mixed use around the ballpark, too, which is very important to us, to make sure that you can have retail, you can have restaurants, hotels. We want to activate this place 350, 365 even. And, you know, you, you think about downtown needs to be, I, I think it could be reimagined, uh, reimagined as well. I mean, a lot of it, because you've seen west of us just how good it looks, right? Now let's get the rest of downtown in that same reimagination, that, that, that new look. And I'm with you 100%. The arena really, really excited me. All right, 38,500, 41,000. I don't want to go any more than that on, on, a, on a ballpark so, seating. What do you think? Well, if you have a new ballpark, I'd say exactly that, 35 to 38 probably, and have it really intimate. The, How great is that? It's it's awesome. Like this place, I, I love this place, but 50, it's you know, too 50, big. it's too big. It's it is. Too big. It's cavernous, and you want to make sure you have more of an intimate feel. A night like tonight where we're going to be sold out, we're very close to selling out, that's when you go, hey, thank goodness we have 50,000 seats, or you're in the postseason. But, you know, you're playing a team on a Tuesday, and you have 18,000 fans here, eh, you know, you'd like like it to be a little more intimate. But there's nothing, if you do stay, and again, I'm referencing a conversation you had during Newsmakers Week, if you do stay, you're never really going to be able to lose the cavernous feeling, right? right. There's only so much you can do with yeah. up there, yeah. right? You can modernize it. You could certainly eliminate some seats because you're going to create new fan areas, maybe premium, maybe standing room only. Um, a lot of the amenities and offerings you see in newer ballparks, we can bring here. But 
I think most of what's going to happen will be, like you had mentioned, Bernsey, what would we do with the seats from, from dugout to dugout? How much larger would they be? What would that do with capacity? How can we build new clubs underneath? Those are the types of things that we're really going to have to focus on. In addition to, right away, a new video board, believe it or not. We need it. New LED boards, new sound system, new LED lights. You see the lights, like in L.A., you know, they had some issues, but we need those new lights. Can you, you guys have some of the best ticket prices in all of baseball? We do. Okay, can you, with a new stadium, can you keep it that way? Because a lot of fans like that. I know. We're always going to challenge ourselves to be one of the most affordable in baseball, so yes. And and then with that whole theme park district districting that, that was passed, what, two, three years ago, it allows us to tax our fans to collect new revenues that we can pay service our debt with. But you got to be careful doing that, right? I don't want to tax our, our fans. Those are our fans. It's baseball use. So we, we need to find a balance to make sure that we're not going to gouge our fans because they're used to not getting gouged. Uh, I, 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 but I truly believe that. I, I was I was Joe and Bernsey where we're sitting today. Chelsea's coming. The kids. We're gonna. You know, we got, I, bought, I bought four seats. Is she throwing BP first or is she just coming to the she game? Won't, no, she wants wow, to be the Derek coach. Hall right? revealing. He listens to the show. I do. Oh, of course good. I do. Yeah, is she throwing BP first? Well, <laughs> well, no. Remember, we were talking because about just, who would throw BP better, you oh, or her. Right? Oh, that's, yeah, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. You listen better that's than right, he does. And he's a host right. of the show for well, the love of all that's good. Chelsea <laughs> thinks she could be a hitting coach. She sits there and she like adjusts my kid's swing and she goes out in the backyard with him when he's hitting off the tee and you've got to do this. You've got to load earlier. Like, she really thinks she could be a hitting coach. <laughs> She's like, you've you got to load earlier. you got to load it. a little bit earlier. Fantastic. But, but, I, but I got you off of your, your ticket price. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, but she... No, but my, my, my ticket price... Uh, we got four seats that we bought, right, you know, right behind home plate, about 20-something rows up. And, it, like, it's really affordable. Very affordable. And that's opening day. You would think that opening with day. the dynamic pricing it would be outrageous. Yeah. No, no, no. In baseball, you know, you have so many games. you got 81 home games. If you want fans to come every game, you can't price them too high. Yeah. All right. Well, um, good luck with opening day. Thank you, you know, guys. Yeah. I, and I, what do you know? We have uh, eight know, of our first ten against the Dodgers. The other two are, are the Padres, but that's all right. You know, let's see how we're hey, see how we're way, looking. Hung so far, everything's yeah. fine. Right? Yeah, yeah. We didn't even play. I don't think we played great baseball on that road trip, and we found a way to scratch and claw five hundred. I'll take it. Absolutely. You're coming back here after six and three, three and three, three, three yeah. and three against those two teams. You really struggled against. Beautiful. By the way, my wife's just pulling into the garage now. She's probably listening. She's going to now say, "Oh, I get to throw BP." So that's on you. <laughs> All right? That is she on comes me. up to me in about five minutes. That is on me. No, when Chelsea yeah. comes on the field and starts talking to your professional hitters about, oh, you're not loading soon enough. I know. you got a more weight you on your back little, leg. Yes. you got to load a little Not earlier. only that, exactly. i got to get her a radar gun and a notepad. I'm doing that <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. She'll love it. Uh, Derek, thanks for stopping Thank by. You guys. Good luck the rest of the season. We'll talk to you, I know, Pre- several times. Of course. Yeah, right. thanks for being here.